why would you continue to watch this crap? Jordan, open. Chicago with the lead. Potsednik hits one to deep right center field. Back at the wall. This ball is gone. Potsednik goes deep. Rebate, charges, throws. It's in time, and the Chicago Cubs win the World Series. Yes! Hello, and it's time for Fifty Rich. It's a diatribe, it's a conspiracy theory, it's an island in the middle of apologetic and inaccurate sports talk. We haven't done anything yet, so I can't think we're... I, I don't think we could be inaccurate, but who knows? Welcome, everyone. And while I go to a video, <laughs> give me a minute here. Uh, you rook. Are you sure this is Bailey Park? No, I'm not sure of anything anymore. All I know is this should be Bailey Park. But where are the houses? You went here to build them. Your brother, Harry Bailey, broke through the ice and was drowned at the age of nine. That's a lie. Harry Bailey went to war. He got the Congressional Medal of Honor. He saved the lives of every man on that transport. Every man on that transport died. Harry wasn't there to save them because you weren't there to save Harry. a scene from It's a Wonderful Life. One, not just a great Christmas movie, it's a fantastic film, and it's still ahead of its time 77 years later. George Bailey is erased out of existence, and as his guardian angel says, he leaves a very big hole because he's a great guy. Which made me think, what if George Bailey was an asshole? What if George Bailey was a creep? Or what he was just a terrible person who kept to himself and collected scabs like Luke Getzey does. Even better, what if he was a horseshit football organization? If the Bears never drafted Trubisky and took Watson or even Holmes, it's really hard to believe they would not have won the Super Bowl in 2018. If they favored offense in a league that obviously favors it instead of defense, the past 40 years, they might have won a Super Bowl anyway, just like if George Bailey saved his brother. If they got Lovey Smith, a slightly below Cousins, Kirk Cousins, that is, QB, in his tenureship, they might have won a couple Super Bowls. With each thread you pull with this organization that would be below standards for a Pop Warner League team, it lands you in the same spot, drunk and muttering to yourself like George Bailey in the third act of the aforementioned It's a Wonderful Life. They don't do anything with congruence. Respect for a city that's, that somehow still loves them. No innovation or even base level common sense. 
triggering my White Sox fan PTSD. Tony LaRusso's back. They have coach. They have a coach now that is so out of his depth. He could be a megalodon. It's a prehistoric shark. Anyway, it's hard not to see with one press conference after another with Matt Everflus that he does not even want to coach here anymore. Like Robin Ventura. It's hard to picture that he ever did. He spent four minutes in the post-game presser summarizing a game we all just watched. It's worse than that, though, Bears fans. How, you might ask? Because this league, the NFL, has been using your embarrassing, brain-dead organization like a dumpster slut with a taste for bath salts and an unending supply of cherry-flavored lube. Yes. Did you get a visual? <laughs> yes. Flashback. <laughs> yes. They trick you into making bad decisions one year after the other. That is the league against the Bears. And how did Combs and I react? We started a podcast about it. Not sure what that what that makes us, but at least we are we are aware of it. The Bears aren't. San Fran. A perennial winner, no matter who is at the helm, did it when they fleeced you, Bears organization, for picks so they so we could grab Mitch Trubisky, a QB with the mental fortitude of a lemming. They came up with the motto, defense wins championships, and they created every rule they can to go against just that. They manipulated you into hiring Eberflus. Instead of McDaniels, Nagy instead of Rabel, Trussman instead of Arians, and Andy Reid. Now they are going to jump into the dumpster looking for gold and have you trade fields for a third round pick. Yes! Seven anonymous GMs came out with their guidance this past week that fields should be traded for a third rounder because GMs in the NFL are super honest about the draft. The article titled Bears Trading Justin Fields. GM explains why it's the GMs explain why it's the best route and where compensation could land. The article is written by Charles Robinson, Yahoo senior NFL reporter. Which I, I don't I don't know. I don't know what the hell that means. Have you ever heard? Neither does she. <laughs> have you ever heard of an article written about another team like that? No. You have not, because they wouldn't treat any other organization like this. And I hope they trade Fields, and he goes home to Atlanta and lights it up. Mm -mm -mm. I can taste that cherry lube already around the very big dumpster hole. The Bears are most certainly going to leave this spring. That's Fitz gibberish, everyone. Combs. Welcome to Windy City Sports Talk with Combs and Fitz. Doubting Thomas says, leading with Fitzgibberish. I didn't even take my pants off yet. <laughs> Shanna chiming in says, sounds like it's a bachelor party gone wrong. <laughs> Doubting Thomas says, now my pants are off. Yeah. Look, this organization is its a dumpster fire. Um, you ever see that, that, uh, that, what was it? Um, I'm not, not South Park, the family guy 
where the train is trying to get into the tunnel that's too small and it just keeps ramming itself <laughs> into the tunnel that's too small. That's what it's like being a Bears fan. And I don't understand all of the things that we continue to do as an organization. I just don't. It's baffling. It's it's Shanna went baffling. dark. <laughs> The pairs are like a cum dumpster after a frat party. <laughs> Extra lube. The amount of times we reference my ex-wife on this show is insanely <laughs> accurate. <laughs> anyway, look, I, I just, what we watched yesterday with the Chicago Bears and what we've watched with this organization through much of our lives, really, is... It, it, it's kind of signified by what's been going on this year. The third time, the third time this year, the Bears have gone in the fourth quarter with a lead and with stats where no other team with those same stats has ever lost. And this is the third time that the Bears have become the first team to ever lose with these stats. Three times in one year. And I, I I don't know what to do because look, you, you've got people out here. Oh, well, Justin Fields, he didn't look very good. The defense looked great. The defense looked so good that a guy who was on his couch three weeks ago torched them for 378 yards. That's a great day by the defense. Look, yes, they had a couple of really nice plays. That hit by Edwards that turned into the um, that yeah. Edmonds interception. Great play, absolutely phenomenal play. That interception off of the off of the uh, muffed punt um, by uh, Tyreek Stevenson, where he is just sprawled out. Oh, great great interception. Great oh, interception. Hey, our our, the, our guy who wants to get paid so damn much money. On the other Jim side, he would have dropped Jalen Johnson would have dropped that ball. He did drop one. <laughs> See, exactly. So this is what I'm saying. This team, this organization, it, it's it's like it's the culture. They don't know how to win. They don't know what it's like to win. They get a lead into the fourth quarter and they're like, we don't know what the hell to do. They turtle. Like like scared children. Like it's it's unbelievable. I the the decision making. It's it's almost like their decision making is almost like that last play of the game. Like trying to lose. Like doing everything they can to try to lose. You have a cover two defense. What is a cover two defense? It, I mean, you don't even have to know exactly how it works. It's about it's a bend don't break defense. It's a defense that you know falls back usually falls back as two you know safeties usually far back. Try not to give up the big play, and then on third and fifteen you don't really you don't use a cover two defense. You have Justin Jones uh, against a, a, a freakishly athletic tight end. Justin Jones is your three technique tackle. Yeah, you have him covering him out there, mm -hmm. so you could blitz. Mm -hmm. And you're getting home with four guys anyway. Montez Sweat was a fucking monster. It just yeah. none of it makes sense. Like, like I, like I said in Fitzgibberish, like just no congruence. Like nothing works together. No. And and this and this coach talks about complementary football. You can't even play complementary on one side of the football. <laughs> and, and, and the decision making is is 
it's unexplainable. You can't explain this to anybody with a football mind. Okay. They're not going for the field goal, right? And then everybody is like, oh, yeah, you know, the way he explained it made a bunch of sense. Um, You know, he, he would have with the wind, it makes him eight yards outside of his range. We didn't want to take that shot. So we went with the, the Hail Mary. OK, here's the thing. Rewatch the game. Because the Cleveland Browns won the coin toss. The Cleveland Browns won the damn coin flip. And they elected to take the ball, which means you get to elect which side of the field you're going to defend. Which means you get to decide which side of the field you're going towards in the second and fourth freaking quarter. Why are you going against the wind? <laughs> what are you doing? Hey, the first and third quarter, are, they're important too. That's because that's the only time they know how to win a game. They have to win it in the third quarter. They have to be up by so much in the third quarter that they can't possibly allow a team to come back in the fourth. Because they're, they they just want to sit on the ball. You are not. I've said it. How many times on this show have I said that you cannot sit on a lead with this football team? This coaching staff has never proven that they can do it. This team has not proven that they're good enough to do it. There is nothing about this that shows that you are good enough to do this. And, and the people, well, you know, Justin Field, the, the defense had a great day. They blew a 10-point fourth quarter lead. They gave 13 points in the fourth quarter to lose this game. And did they, they have a good game? Good. Sure. But they, they did not have a complete game. 374 yards passing to a guy who three weeks ago was laying on his couch with a beer on his stomach watching the NFL just like we do every week. And the Browns offense wasn't good before, you know, anyway, even when Watson was in there, uh, who I guess you could argue is better than Flacco as he didn't really have a good year, but that's a story for a different time. Their offense isn't like a juggernaut. They shouldn't be. You hold a team to 29 yards rushing and you give up 400 yards passing. How does yeah. a Hail Mary have a higher percentage chance over a field goal, no matter the way? I, I, it That's doesn't. I don't, Charles, I, I don't understand that either. Uh, it, like the, There were some people who were worried that they would return the field goal for a touchdown. If you're worried about that, get off the fucking field. Like, yes. Don't, don't so even pick them up. If, if you have a kicker that can't deal with the wind in Chicago, you play for the Chicago We're called the Windy City. And you have a kicker that can't deal with the wind? Are you kidding me? This is what we deal with week in and week out with this damn franchise. And you, you for people to come and defend it, you don't know what football is if you're defending this. You don't know what it is if you can sit here and say that Justin Fields is costing us games, that this defense had a great game when it allowed 378 yards passing. You don't know football if you can look at me at these head coaches and say that Matt Eberflus deserves a second chance. John's right. If they win, if they win four of the games, John, if the, uh, he says that they won four of these games or three of these games, whatever the count is, um, I'm losing count at this point. But if they just lose, if they win, if they win one of those games instead of losing them, they're still in the playoff on. They, yes, you, you can. You got. I mean, it happens. You you let teams back in. Teams come back in this league all the time. But you can't have lose all three of those games. There, there are four games now, and that's only three. There are four games on this schedule, maybe even five, that you can put the loss on the coaching staff. 
Mm-hmm. The Tampa Bay game, for sure. It's a very poorly orchestrated game plan against Tampa Bay. The first game against Minnesota, where with the most blitzing defense in the world, and you have an offensive line that can't block a pillow being thrown at them, and you're doing five and seven step drops instead of rolling the ball out, running off the edges, and doing all, that. That's on coaching. These three games where we blow it in the fourth quarter because you can't put your foot on an opponent's neck and go for the gullet, that is five games that you've cost this team. Right now, you could be a 10-win team if you had a coaching staff that was even uh, remotely competent. You just need an average one. Look, you can't, you don't even, you're not even average. You don't even have an average coaching staff. It, and and you said before that John put points on the board whenever necessary with this team. Yeah, exactly. Like, wh- wh- what is going on? There's no time left in the half. Darnell Mooney is terrible now. He's always been terrible. Let's not pretend like this is now. He's always dropped passes. He's always found a way to not catch a football. If you get him the ball and you get him in open field, sure, he can make some plays. But if you need him to go out and make a big catch, catch the one-on-one ball, he's not going to do it. it. Darnell Mooney is Devin Hester as a wide receiver. That's what he is. He is Devin Hester as a wide receiver. And he's not talented enough to be Devin Hester on special teams. He's running and jump. I, I don't even know. He, I mean, there's a lot of teams he wouldn't even be playing on. Does he even play on San Francisco? Does he even start on that team? No. Or is he in the practice squad? You could go through wide receiving cores in this league, and I guarantee you there's probably... I would say maybe 12, at least 12 number threes that you would take before you take Darnell Mooney. And he was your number one last year. Yeah. And they're evaluating Justin Fields. This is an evaluation of Justin Fields. And he's your number one. And guess what? Their number two last year wasn't even close to him in competency or in ability. It was it was EQ St. Brown. Guess what EQ St. Brown was doing on Sunday? He's on the goddamn practice squad. He wasn't even on the roster. And, and I don't even want to I, I don't want this to sound like this is me saying that that you know Justin Fields had a Justin Fields did not have a great game yesterday. He wasn't perfect, no. he wasn't good, but he also made some plays that should have put this game away. That 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 throw downfield to uh whoever the tight end that we got from freaking no, Green Bay, Tunyon. That, that 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 ball's a touchdown. The the one that Mooney drops in the end where he's cradling it like a baby and inexplicably somehow it ends up out of his hands and in the defender's hands as he kicks it to him. Can you that's, watch it again or that's a touchdown? Can I watch Fields chased by Garrett flushed looking sets up throwing deep Hail Mary end zone deflected tipped and intercepted I like only only there's pictures out there of him like holding the ball (laughs) he just throws it out of his hand and then he he actually throws it down his body and then kicks it up yeah there it is this play (laughs) resulted in a game losing interception I like I don't I don't I, I I do. I just can't anymore. I can't. I can't. I can't with this franchise. If they, I'm telling you right now, like it, 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 
Make a TV. <laughs> Home sounds murderous. I'm calling Virginia security team. You you, you might want to. Um, he would fit right in on KC. Says right. Says yeah. Charles. He, he would. Can't catch a ball. Um, look, I I am with this franchise. I'm to if if I'm telling you, and I've said this before, man. If after this season is over, there is an announcement that Matt Eberflus will still be the coach of this football team. You're going to want to tune in to the Combs and Fitz Windy City Sports Talk that day. Because I, I'm telling you, right? You think I sound murderous now? You think I, uh, you, <laughs> you think I sound murderous now? I promise you. It, there there will be you you're gonna want to you're gonna want to hear what I have to say because there is no way you can allow this coaching staff another opportunity. There is no way you can look at Matt Eberflus, say the things he says, do the things that he's done. There's no way you can allow a head coach who's lost three times in a single season in, in scenarios where no other team in the history of the game has ever lost. Lose those games and still keep his job when you have Jim Harbaugh and Bill Belichick both going to be available in this offseason. Yeah, it's a pretty interesting offensive coordinator. I, I will lose my fucking mind. And Field is gone. He's done. That's this is it. This isn't working. I want I want him gone. You know, I actually think I care about his well-being more than the Bears. Like he's gone. He's going to Atlanta or, or the Rams or my nightmare, the Seahawks. I look, I, I don't care. I, I'm with you. I kind of want him to get traded. Yeah. I want him Girl. to go Maybe to Atlanta or LA or um to even Pittsburgh. I want him to go to an organization that knows how to develop a quarterback and knows how to win because he is going to be a stud he is going to win a super bowl he is going to be a pro bowler and i'm telling you right now he goes to one of those organizations he's going to be a hall of fame quarterback and none of those things will happen here in chicago if we keep doing the same things we're doing if i don't see change this off season i I, like it, it might just become to the point where i was with the hawks in the late 90s early 2000s i might just like the game i might not have a favorite team yeah, I might just I might just be a fan of the NFL and not even care anymore because what is the point of rooting for something like this? What is the point for in this damn city, man? In this city where we love our team so damn much, where we put everything we have into our football teams, into our passion of being fans, the way we go out and show up as fans every single week. We deserve better. And for you to, if you come out here and you tell me that Matt Eberflus is still your head coach, you show me two things. One, you don't care about the fan base and you don't care about winning. And the second thing you show me, you don't know a damn thing about football. You don't know a damn thing about football if he's your head coach heading into next year. No way. No way. I, I just, uh, you can't lose those three games and talk the way he talks and. Like, let's not forget the running backs coach, and he's the defensive coordinator because the defensive coordinator is gone. We have no idea why. It's so dysfunctional. It, 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 it's hard not to draw parallels <laughs> to the White Sox. 
I mean, Fields can play. I heard he, he can play some baseball. This whole Shit. team has made me want to drink alcohol all Sunday every time I watch. Shan, I did have a couple after the game. I was like, nah, I'm not going to drink. You know, I got to start the week next week. Yeah, I did have a couple. I was at work during the game, so I was only able to watch it like on my phone in between um, breaks and all this stuff. And I just, I, I, I'm almost happy <laughs> that I'm working Sundays now and I can only catch glimpses of the game yeah. here and there because there's just, I, I would probably, I, I'd probably be drunk. I, I like, I would like, seriously, I would, because I don't, I wouldn't know what to do. Either that or I'd have a broken TV in every room in my house. It does make you feel like a fucking idiot watching this team like what like i'm wasting my time like i'm not playing with my kid to like watch this you have three really good running backs and you don't run the ball what the fuck says john yeah. they, they couldn't run the ball yesterday though they tried you yeah, well like they, they weren't they they couldn't run yesterday i look you give look, when it comes to the offensive struggles yesterday you had to go in that game knowing that you weren't going to go up and put up 30 points on this defense. This is still a top three defense in the yeah. league. But as a defense, you can't do that and go out and give 378 yards up to Joe Flacco. No, you can't. Uh, you know, uh, but you got to soften up that line a little bit. You can't have them pin their ears back coming after you, uh, you know, rushing the quarterback every every other player, every play pretty much on some of the downs. Some of the downs, you know, they got the ball with eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. They have the lead. They're not even running the ball. They're, I mean, they're in the shotgun again. You have a fullback. On the roster, you're one of like five teams who has a fullback on the roster. You don't run one eye formation. You don't run like nothing. You don't have, you have a lead blocker, have them block, soften up that line a little bit. Have the guys, uh, have the guys uh, on the, on their back foot instead of coming towards you every down. Miles Garrett is absolutely a, I mean, someone's line. Montez Sweat is a beast. He is, but Miles Garrett is. Miles Garrett is a beast. But do the Bears the rest of the way? Are, are Should they tank? Your wins don't matter now. They don't matter. You're not getting no. into the playoffs even as, as an eight win team. You're not going to be eight and nine and get into the playoffs. Do you tank the rest of the year to hold your playoff or your uh, draft position? Yeah. I mean, you know, why not at this point? It's just, it's just angering because now none of the games, like they, well, they don't matter. They should be sort of kicked out of this league. <laughs> there should be a another league like they have in soccer, where you get kicked out of it if you suck. Four backup offensive linemen and Joe Flacco, Jeremiah checks in. <laughs> hey, Jeremiah. John, welcome to the team, baby. Bring on Marvis Harris, Marvin Harrison Jr. I mean, yeah, I mean, you could get the quarterback and him now, possibly, with how bad they are with their strength of schedule too. Whoever they tie, they get a better pick then, because their strength of schedule, uh, they have one of the worst strength of schedules or best strength of schedules. Either way, you want to look at the weakest strength of schedules in the league. So anybody they tie against, they get a better draft pick then by the end of the year. So you can get both. I mean, we're going to do another three years of this. I mean, I I don't think Caleb Williams is, is going to be a C.J. Stroud first year. 
you're you're gonna it's gonna take a little while. The UK, they're not drafting Caleb Williams. They're drafting one of them. I mean, the Emmer, they're, they're, Manning, they're, they're trading want? the number one pick. They're not drafting Caleb Williams. If they if they go away from Fields, they're gonna go after a veteran like Kirk Cousins. They're not there's because you can't you that there's okay. We talked about if they don't fire the head coach, it means you don't know anything about football. If you let go of Justin Fields and you trade Justin Fields and you go to one of these guys coming out of the draft, you don't know nothing about football. Because you're not getting anything better out of the draft than what Justin Fields has already shown he can do. You know, in his last season of, of games, his last 17 games, he has over 4,000 yards passing, 33 touchdowns, and 11 interceptions. Yeah, but you're still not seeing what – see, that's see that's where you're wrong. Is it, You're still not seeing what he could really do. I mean, we just showed your, his second I, receiver, his number one receiver last year, get a ball put in his lap. And I'm not talking like – I know. Some of those Mahomes drops with the Chiefs, like he's got an absolute gun. That's what I'm saying. You're not getting anything. Steps, I get it. It's a soft ball that lands right in his lap. He threw a rainbow to Robert Tunyon. It wasn't one of his like line drives that he throws 40 yards. It was a rainbow right off, over the top. He couldn't have handed him the ball better. And he drops that pass. Like yeah. you're not really evaluating them. That's the problem. That's that was the epiphany I had yes yesterday, which I, I don't know why I needed an epiphany to figure that out. But <laughs> they are not evaluating a quarterback, and they have not been. His first year we've said on the show does not fucking count. It's, right. it's almost malpractice against this kid. And then you know, last year, your your first and second receiver. It, it, I mean, you it, you had guys off of off of New England, uh, Daniel Harry or Henry, whatever the fuck his name was. Who gives a fuck? He was on the Patriots practice squad. You're throwing balls to him. You're you're not you're not getting anything out of this draft. That, that you're not getting better. No, Your team does not, not get better by by going in. You yeah. don't when you draft a quarterback. You have to take a small step back and then have the patience for the kid to start playing well. Uh, you but know. you can't do so. So you're gonna then you need to trade DJ Moore too. Well, yeah, DJ Moore came out saying that uh, you know Justin Fields is better than anybody you're gonna get in this draft. Well, well right, but what I'm saying you? is at that point, if you're if you're doing that and, and you're cutting everything off, if you're you're cutting the the head of the snake off, if you're Kevin Warren at that point. Or, or even um, polls, you're cutting the head off the snake, and you're just rebuilding. Then, because why, why, why is, um, why would DJ Moore want to be around a team that that's going to go through another rebuild? That's what he came here to do. Does this team, this team can't even, this team gave less to a quarterback than any team I've ever seen. Why would they give a shit what DJ Moore thinks or wants? They look at how they're treating the most important position in American sports. <laughs> right. The, the game yesterday was laughable. They had empty backfields yesterday. They had DJ Moore and Kokomat trying to chip, and they were doing a terrible job. That's Jeremiah the dumb Murray, dumbest thing I've ever heard. Kirk Cousins, if the grades weren't so high on Williams, and maybe this isn't a discussion. If the Bears are drafting 15th, Justin Fields is the starting quarterback. No, the dumbest thing I've ever heard is somebody wanting to take another quarterback in the draft because this organization does not develop quarterbacks. 
They well, don't do anything with quarterbacks. So you're going to be in the same position for you. Every four years, we're just going to have a revolving door of quarterbacks because you're not getting better with, I don't care if it's Caleb Williams. I don't care if it's Michael Penix Jr. I don't care if it's Bo Nix. I don't care if it's Drake May. I don't care who you think the best quarterback in this draft is. They are not coming in the next year, not even the next two years in this organization and being better than what Justin Fields is right now. Justin Fields has already shown you he can do it at the NFL level while while Caleb Williams is crying in his mother's arms after a loss. Stop it with the Caleb Williams and stop it with the needing to draft another quarterback. They're going to do it. It it doesn't matter. Like, that's your view from a fan. But they're going to draft a quarterback. It's going to be Drake May. It's going to be Caleb Williams. It's going to be Bo Nix. You know, take your pick. Uh, Who's the guy from UCLA? Whatever. Uh, I mean, they're going to draft a quarterback. For the record, Doubting Thomas said, trade Justin Fields. Yeah, and then the fucking Bears. Dumb too. And then the Bears have Bryce Young because they weren't taking C.J. Stroud there. No. They weren't. They, they weren't. Were, they would have taken Bryce Young. And you'd have, you'd have a bag of shit. You'd have a five. Eight it, and, and to be honest with you, they, they probably wouldn't have taken any of them. And they probably would have traded up from number one, somehow found a way to trade up. <laughs> and, and, and they would have they would have taken they would have taken like Trey Lance's little brother or something who's like 11. They, that, that's just what the Bears do. They that don't develop really quarterbacks. They, they don't develop quarterbacks. They don't they don't hold quarterbacks. So when I say I don't mean Kirk Cousins per se, I'm not saying Kirk Cousins. They're going to go get a veteran because it doesn't make sense to keep going with a rookie. It doesn't make sense to keep doing that. You want to bring a veteran in here and you, and you go ahead and you draft Marvin Harrison Jr. You keep DJ Moore and you bring a veteran quarterback in and you bring in a head coach and a coaching staff that knows what they can do. And you want to keep Tyson Bajan as your backup. And you want to, you want to mold that kid into something, whatever the case is, get it right. But to continue to draft another quarter, they draft a quarterback at one. It's a wasted draft pick. You are wasting a draft pick if you draft a quarterback at number one. If you draft a quarterback at number five, six, seven, wherever you pick with the second pick, you are wasting a draft pick because you don't do anything with quarterbacks. You never have, and you show no signs of ever being able to. I guess I'm done. With the show? Is it over? <laughs> no, you hit the bell. <laughs> I decided I, I thought it was like a turkey. I was I was done. My timer went off. That was an excellent. <laughs> I mean it was perfect timing because it made it sound like I was right. <laughs> I, I just I mean it's it's uh I mean I, I get what you're saying. Like get a guy who can actually start in this league. Uh you know, do what you can, you know, get a guy who could start in this league and maybe with the, with the right players around, you got Marvin Harrison jr. Like John said, maybe, maybe you're able to then, you know, hit the ground running and maybe you, maybe you draft a quarterback in the second round or something that I guess that's reasonable. And then, and then you, you kind of do the Jalen hurts thing, the uh, uh, Jordan love thing, but and Jeremiah Murray, this is stuff that we have to stop. Doesn't Cincinnati still look good even though Burrow is hurt? The talent is lifting them up. Stop it. 
You know why the talent is lifting them up? Because they're well coached. Because they have a coaching staff that changes their game plan to who is there. They don't do that. The, the, the team is well coached. That's why they're able to. Yes, they have depth. Yes, they 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 probably have. I don't think they have more talent than the Bears do. I would put I would put um, uh, DJ Moore up there with Jamar Chase. Yeah, but they don't have a TJ Higgins. No, they don't have their T. They they don't have a T. They Higgins. Don't have they don't have a receiver. They don't have a. You know, I mean, Cole Komet's a good tight end. He's good to very they, good. They probably got the better yeah, tight end, but you, yeah. you don't you don't have the offensive line that Cincinnati no. has. Left you don't left. have the offensive There's coordinator left. that that Cincinnati has. You don't have the head coach that Cincinnati has. You you're in different organizations. You're it's it's like saying, well, well all right, well look at what New England did with the 199th overall quarterback, who just happened to turn out to be the greatest of all time. You know why? Because he went to a system that worked. He went to a system, he figured it out, and he was phenomenal, and he was great, and he turned it into his own system. He turned it into his. He figured it out. It worked for him. He made everybody better around him. He's well coached. This yeah, team yeah. this team with a better coaching staff, this team with, let's say, um, Let's say you bring it. Get, uh, let's say the Rams coaching staff. Let's say this team with the Rams coaching staff. Let's say this team with um, uh, the Bengals coaching staff. Let's say this team with hell, even the New England Patriots coaching staff is a 12 to 13, maybe even 14 win team. Yeah, I mean, if you, you can even go with the, an average coaching staff, like maybe even, even though. Whew. Let's go with Houston's coaching staff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that. That would be nice. Uh, <laughs> that's a soft landing. That's the kind of landing you want a new quarterback to have. That it is. But uh, I just still stop think stop it, Jeremiah. Stop it. Higgins are you watching what this arm. guy? Are you watching what this guy he, does with the football? Chase is not a running back once he gets the football in his hands. That that's the no. that's the only reason why I would disagree with you, Jeremiah. There, he just he he's good with with he's obviously you know great. Jamar Chase is great, but when he catches the ball, he's not as good, is, is not as varied of a runner as DJ Morris. DJ Moore is like a running back. They even used him as a running back on fourth down last week. <laughs> like idiots. Doubting Thomas preached Jeremiah. You see, Doubting Thomas changed his moniker. It's now Justin Fields because he's an asshole. It's just, I... the, what about the Detroit? What happened to the Detroit Lions? I look. You're talking about DJ Moore and and, and Chase. Look, look at so, look at, look so at Jamar. Range. I I just looked look it up. They look they, they have the same amount of yards, and Jamar Chase has 75 more targets. <laughs> they have the same amount of yards. Yeah, and look at Justin Fields' uh, QB rating when he throws to DJ Moore. It's the highest out of any tandem in the league. So, you're, and you you take those numbers and you tell me if he had anything close to a, a number two wide receiver, his numbers would be way better. You put you put Justin Fields behind that offensive line in Cincinnati. You put DJ Moore on that team in Cincinnati with, with a secondary wide receiver. You take Jamar Chase off of it. You put T Higgins on that team and DJ Moore. That team's even better than what they are now. 
I, I people that's what I'm saying. We you got you've got to look at everything that's around it. You can't just look at the numbers. You can't just look at at what they're you know. Oh well, they've they've done this and they've done that. Well, okay, cool. I mean, do do you really honestly believe? That let's say Aaron Rod, let's take Aaron Rodgers into account. Do you honestly not believe Aaron Rodgers was a better quarterback? Quarterback, not numbers, or not career-wise, numbers-wise, or championships-wise. Do you honestly not believe that that Aaron Rodgers is not a better quarterback than uh, Tom Brady? He was when absolutely a better quarterback than we're Tom just Brady. talking about gifts and accuracy and all that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's deep ball accuracy. The way oh, he he that. never turned the ball over. Running the way he, like he, yes, he, he used to really be able to run. People he was a much better ball. quarterback, but he doesn't have the accolades. He doesn't have because you know why? Because he was stuck in Green Bay. With a, with a head coach who didn't know his ass from his elbows, who is now coaching in, in Dallas, doing the same thing to that franchise, being good enough to just get to the playoffs. They Mike McCarthy is doing. If, if Aaron Rodgers is in New England over the last twenty years, and Tom Brady's in Green Bay, we're talking about Aaron Rodgers being the greatest of all time. Because that organization built around Tom Brady. They did those things. They would have done the same thing for Aaron Rodgers. Green Bay didn't do that. They didn't They didn't do enough in free agency, Green Bay. People would always applaud them. Oh, look at all the talent that they're, you know. Combs is talking shit about Tom Brady. So what if uh, Joe Montana was on those uh, uh, Patriots teams? They wouldn't have won any Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> Jeremiah Murray says, yes, that's Stellar Cincinnati O-line. You're brainwashing and believing that this team talent to win right now. It's on the rise. but still... this, this football team does have the talent to win right now if it had the correct coaching staff and if it had the correct GM and if it had a correct offensive coordinator. I because you know what? They they they. They would have they would have saw last year that Darnell Mooney wasn't good enough and Darnell Mooney wouldn't be your number two. They would have they would have seen that we needed somebody you know on our special teams that can actually catch a fucking football to return it. Oh my god, yeah. The guy's the only reason why he has a roster spot, it's to catch punts. Just they're punts. they're not using Velas Jones on end arounds and they're not throwing screen passes on 75% of plays in certain games. Those things aren't happening. Yeah, and Tyler Scott, they missed on. They missed on two receivers in the last two drafts. Tyler Scott does not look like the guy. Let's stop and jump and then not catch the ball. There's no um, like I don't understand how people don't understand that that a better coaching staff comes in here and changes. When we we just talked about, and, and most people agreed with us in the chat that the coaching staff has cost us four to five games. Like. Wait, three. Okay, so at least three. You're in the playoff. So how, how do you? Yes, you're you a playoff next, team. You're winning now. The next three games, they're going to win two out of the next three. So sure. let's say it's just three games. So instead of being five and nine, right? Instead of being five and nine, they're eight and six. Yeah, they're in the playoffs. That's, that's winning the now. They're playing against the Falcons. Who, in, in the Cardinals, fuckers had to lose to Carolina, nine oh. to seven. It was that was a terrible game. Taffy pull. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna beat the Falcons and the Cardinals. You are. You're in the it's, playoffs. 
it's it boggles my mind that people don't get that and people are like oh well you know they because they have to have somebody to blame they either want to blame justin fields or they want to blame uh the the defense the defense or they want to blame the uh the g like they got to have one person to blame it's a whole team oh yeah it's there's not just one person i'm not the justin fields was not great yesterday i've already said that he was not great yesterday he did not have a great game he had an okay game but he did not have a great game. The defense, they did, they were not great yesterday. Like everybody's trying to say that they were. They were okay. They were okay. It's 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 like I said in Fitzgibberish, every thread you pull on this team with this organization is just a, another history of bad decisions, incongruent positions, uninnovative ideas. Stacking up on a on, on the defensive side of the ball when any one player could get hurt or traded or you can lose them, you know, with the salary cap issues, instead of really building a team around your quarterback like every other team tries to do. And this is what people, this and, and this is a perfect example because this is what I hear fans around the league that are not fans of the Bears. Jared Parrott is a New England fan. He's a Patriots fan. He's from New England. Lives up there loves the Patriots, right? I actually I think he might actually be a Vikings fan now that I think of it. Might not even be a Bears fan. I I know for sure he's not a Bears fan, but he might not be a New England fan. Might be a Vikings. I can't remember. Jared, Are let me know. Yeah. All to yourself. You're like talking to yourself. It is a he is a Vikings fan. <laughs> a Vikings fan. He said the Bears have two early first round picks and money. Fire that boob of a coach and keep adding and building around fields. And this is a general consensus around the league amongst fans and even teams. You don't, it, it, you don't think Atlanta or or the Rams or or Pittsburgh would be salivating to to go at the Bears with a third round pick to get Justin Fields? Are you kidding me? That's the thing. You have seven GMs out there going, "Oh yeah, trades trade Fields for a third rounder." Yeah, they got to start the QB clock again. Those seven GMs is probably the Pittsburgh GM. Like, read that Yahoo Sports article. It's like, what is this? Pittsburgh's GM, the Falcons' GM, uh, Robert Kraft up in New England to get Justin Fields. He would book a massage right after. This. <laughs> yes. He would go get a handy so quick. You just said end around. <laughs> And end around. But the thing, just, is, the thing is, it's like being in a relationship sometimes, having a quarterback. It's just, it's not working out. I mean, some of it is Fields' fault. It is. I mean, it, but a lot of it, and we've kind of been talking like back and forth. Is it all the coaching? Is it all Fields? Is it, and kind of both are happening, but it's definitely more coaching than Fields. It's definitely more coaching than Fields. And you're going to lose the locker room for a little bit, but they're going to trade him. He's not a, he's not only worth a third round pick, but that was is what the consensus around the league was. That's what that's what I was the GMs. If you were listening, doubting Thomas, while you were taking your pants off during Fitz gibberish, <laughs> um, it was referenced during Fitz gibberish. Um, yeah, the Yahoo so. Sports article you could look it up. Uh, it's an okay article, but it's a lot of like, okay, these GMs are some of them are lying to you. Oh, and some of them are totally incompetent too, but yeah. some of them are lying to this. It's like one of those articles. When you Were any of those GMs, about. Ryan polls in that article, I would love to know. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, it's probably like the Rams or Pittsburgh's GM, you know, maybe it's Pete Carroll. <laughs> 
Joe Flacco threw 212 yards in the fourth quarter. There's no coach that can solely make that happen. Part of it is rookies growing in combination with bad coaches. No, but there is a oh. – I'm going to lose my mind on Jeremiah. Jones was oh, – oh, Njaku, is that the name? Njoku. Njoku. I, I was almost close. Njoku. Uh, Justin Jones, their th the three technique, was covering him. The guy's a freak tight end. He's a top five tight end in the league. And he's cut. He had the third kick covering him on third and 15. They don't get that play. They play a shell and they get six, seven yards there. You know, Cleveland either kicks a field goal if they're cl close enough or goes for it on fourth and probably doesn't make it. Like, and the game is over. Like, uh, that's coaching. They got 34 yards on that play. He doesn't have 212 yards in the fourth quarter then. I mean, it's it, not only that, but then if you're not just, I mean, if you're not, if you're not running end arounds, if you're not running the ball up the gut on third and eight to cause a fourth down and then trying to do some stupid play on fourth and one, those are the things that give the, the other team more possessions that gives them the ball more often, which allows them to throw for 212 yards. How can you not? What are you talking about? How can you not see this? How can you not see? That the the decisions the coaching staff makes determines how some of this stuff goes. The, how about the fact that you can put up three more points on the board instead of attempting a freaking hail mary at the end of the first half? How can you not see that that you know running the ball in, in, in passing situations on third and eight is stupid? Pass the ball. You've got DJ Moore. You love running screen routes. Why don't you run a screen route to DJ Moore? The guy who's got more yak yardage this year than anybody in the league. They do. It's just there's no blocking there when they do it. I could throw for 212 yards if this isn't holding. <laughs> I just I can throw for three. I could throw for 212 yards if this is a touchdown. That's Njoku just stepping on the line and Jalen Johnson totally, totally getting held on a fourth and two, by the way, where Cleveland goes on and gets a touchdown. Don Thomas says, I can cook a Christmas goose faster than Justin Fields can hit his first open read. You're that you're that's stop. Dad, you really are. Uh, I'd like to see him throw have a Christmas goose. The ghost of Judah tribe says he's staying. The quarterback needs to go. Who's staying? Eberflus? That's what he's saying. He says Fields has had eight three and out. Is Fields the entire offense now? Everflus understood putting Justin Jones out on that one play was stupid, but defense gave bust in the ball three times again. Bustin instead of Justin. First of all, you're talking about the three interceptions. Maybe you should watch the damn game because they only gave him back the ball twice. And one of those he put in the end zone on a great play, on a great touchdown pass, by the way. The second one was actually returned for a touchdown. Um, so there's only one of those interceptions he didn't convert to points. Um, and when you're running the ball on third and eight again, that's what you want to talk about. Flacco showed Bustin how to be a quarterback. 
stupid. Flacco showed Boston how to be a quarterback. So let me ask you a question. And I here here's the question. And this is what I, I I another thing I get tired of with fans is fans are stupid. When Justin Fields and the Bears go to Cleveland to play the Browns, does Justin Fields outperform Joe Flacco? Or does Justin Fields outperform the Cleveland defense? And does Joe Flacco outperform Justin Fields? Or does Justin or does Joe Flacco outperform the Bears defense? I because I've never seen two quarterbacks go head to head against one another. No. I mean, I think Fields could be a pretty good cornerback. Oh no, probably a safety. It's big enough. He'd probably be a safety. He really only gave us three points. He's trash. This guy, I, I like. I I don't know who he is. I don't know he, what he's doing. But well, there's DJ Moore. They're trying to single him up up top. Fields looking backside pressure. Fields spins away, going the other direction now. Fields on the run, throws for the end zone. Comet with the catch, the toe tap, and the touch. That I, last time I checked, uh, how many points did you get for a touchdown? You get six. Oh. He could have probably so kicked the extra point too. He, I mean, he only gave us he only gave us three points though. Uh it probably should have got a touchdown at the end there with the with the Hail Mary and Robert Tunyon could have been a touchdown. Let's let's get to some other news before I before I kill somebody in our comment section. I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna he says you actually count that play. I mean, I don't know what play like I hate people. Do you, do, you, do you want to count the, the six drop passes that he had? Do you want to count the three drop passes that should have been touchdowns? Um, what like what are you trying to um to get there? Dad, um, you really ought to drink more. Because that touchdown play was one that only maybe maybe four quarterbacks in the league turned into a touchdown. Maybe well, uh, throwing Miles Jarrett off you and <laughs> wow, what is Braxton Jones doing? <laughs> right, I, I just I don't I don't get well, it. But like, Miles, <laughs> I look Jarrett off of you, and then did you did you see? Yeah, yeah. Did you see the the Mendenhall tweet? Uh, I, I saw it right before we got on the show. You want to read it? Richard Mendenhall says, "I'm sick of average white guys commenting on football." Y'all not even good at football. Can we please replace the Pro Bowl with an all-black versus all-white bowl so these cats can stop trying to teach me who's good at football? I'm better than your goat. Um, I mean, if 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 I'm talking about if you're talking about you're better than my goat, so are you talking about my goat quarterback, which would be Tom Brady, um, who won ten championships? And last time I checked, I don't think Rashard Mendenhall won any. Um, or, or are you even? Ta- I'll even go to somebody who who never won a, uh, a championship and actually played the same position as you, who is my goat running back, and that would be Barry Sanders. Are you saying you're as good as Barry Sanders, Rashard Mendenhall? Because you no. were a joke. Um, so I don't, I don't know where he's going with that. And I hate when people bring this into it, but I want to get your reaction to this. I don't know if you saw this earlier, Pat McAfee and his team had a reaction to it. I want to play it for you. That was one of my favorite posts that have ever been posted (laughs) on any social media platform ever. Bad timing right now though, with uh, with the best running back in the league right now. Yeah. right. Christian McCaffrey is uh, potentially going to win the MVP at the running back position. Mm -hmm. Peyton Hill's had much better stats than Mendenhall. 
So Peyton Hill is certainly something. Well, had a run. But <laughs> I will say the conversation that that particular tweet uh-huh. has initiated around NFL circles, okay, is magical. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if we got any corners. I don't know if we got any corners is what J.J. Watts said. Going to have to put safeties and small linebackers out there. That's right. Okay, going to have to figure that one out. But if you start looking around at some other positions, yeah. wait a minute, hold the phone. Average white guys tweeting Rashard Mendenhall now might have a better team than maybe you had 10 years ago. Yep. In a 41 look, four tight ends, one back. See see what you can do. Uh, Kelsey, Kittle, Hawkinson, Laporta. What, who, who are you going to cover? Who are you going to do? We're four wide, all right? Four wide. I, I, hold I'm covering. Hold, hold not talking about. And we got Patrick Mahomes, too, so don't even think uh, about it. Don't even, don't even think about it for a second. No, Wait, no, no. Patrick Mahomes' mom's, mom's white? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. So no, we're going. We're sure? going 1940s draft rules. No, right? no. So, no. One I, would like, I would like to say this too. <laughs> our team. I would like to go. That ain't that yeah. ain't how I see it. No, no way. No. That is not this how is we funny. see that's it. That's racist. You racist. You racist. We're going back. You are racist. This is funny. Funny. One drop. He's out. No, no. That is not how we feel. I guess it. So they have a hilarious reaction, and he's like, he's like, we get Patrick Mahomes. He's got one, you got one drop in you. You're you're, you're black. Um, oh my god! I, I, well, I, everybody then wouldn't everybody be black then? Because that's where the human race, cradle of civilization, is in Africa. They know it when they map the genome. So wouldn't wouldn't everybody have some black in them? I, well, yeah. I mean, I will. I mean, I guess I don't know. <laughs> It's the way it works. It is. I, but but here's the thing. Like, could you imagine the reaction if that was said by a white person about oh, a God. black person? Oh God. And, and I get we get this yeah. all the time because when we talk about this subject, and obviously we're two white guys talking about the subject, people are like, "Oh, how would you understand? How would you know? How would you do that?" Blah, blah. Just stop. called empathy because if 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 this had been the other way around, there would have been some some outrage around it. Oh, but absolutely. it's Mendenhall, and it's it's a black person saying it about white people. So it's all of a sudden, you know, we're gonna we're gonna have a reaction one way or the other, and we're not gonna talk about it all day on ESPN. We're not gonna have our own special first take about it. We're not gonna have our own you know special segments about it. We're not gonna do this and that. It it's a it's a different. It's a different aspect when it comes to that. And now I would actually like to see an all black versus all white bowl. <laughs> because you want, yes. I I I I actually believe that we would win that football game. It's gonna be tough in the trenches for uh, for well the they went on bowl. to say one thing that you didn't hear, they went on to say is that you know, um the the Hawaiians count as as white and the Asians count as black. For one, they won't they won't have a kicker except for maybe Young Way Koo from from Atlanta. Um, how do you know the kicker for Atlanta? How, how many how many offensive and defensive linemen will they have? Yeah, that's the problem right there. The trenches. That's yeah. where it's won. That's where the game is won. We're 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 gonna uh, we have the best running back in the league. Yeah, I forgot about Christian McCaffrey. We have some of the better quarterbacks. Yeah. 
some of the better quarterbacks. Now, I they've they've got Burrow. definitely the more athletic quarterbacks for sure. But I would take yeah, I would take Joe Burrow and Josh Allen. Um, you know, in in a, a dogfight against Patrick Ooh, Mahomes. Yeah. You know, um, Allen looked you know, good so. yesterday. I mean, and if you if you replace that with the Pro Bowl, I mean, I'd watch. I mean, it's got it kind of got a point to it. What I don't understand is why do you have to be able to play the sport to comment on it? Don't we all have eyes? Are we all blind just because we well, that's you know, the, yeah. play too? And then if you get older, Mendenhall, yeah. like you do age like everybody else. When you age out of the league, are you just like then you can't comment on the league anymore? Well, my my favorite part of that whole thing was when they said uh, Peyton Hillis had better stats than Richard Mendenhall. <laughs> and another part of this, who are you talking about? Are you talking about ex-white players that kind of sucked? And if you are, why don't you name them? If you're going to have the balls to tweet it, why not get a little bit more specific and tell me who the hell you're talking about? Yeah. I it's mean, not, look, Richard Mendenhall played played six. He played six seasons in the NFL. Had 1,000 carries for 4,236 yards. 95 catches for 795 yards. This guy's out here talking like he's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> He's pretty good at Illinois, but I mean, he's talking about he doesn't like average white. He was an average black player. He wasn't even a good black player. He was an average black player. So, like, I I don't understand. Like, is is it like all old people? You don't want anybody who never played the sport commenting on it. Yeah. Um. You don't want anybody who, or is it just just middle aged white men that you don't want commenting about the game? Um. And what don't you like? What did they say that you don't like? Like you said, what did they say? Give me, give me specifics. What are you talking about? People talking about the game that they know. Are, are we talking about, um, you know, Al Michaels, who's been relieved of his duties for playoff football because he refused to talk about Taylor Swift. And he's sleepy. He's and, also kind of bad at his job now. But yeah. Yeah. Swift thing. That whole Taylor Swift thing is just weird to me. Oh, Yeah. I I wonder if if they show Travis Kelsey's face at her concerts on the big screen. <laughs> Just like in between every song they they go to her. Um if she messes up or if she has uh, like she has a slip or like she she stepped on her uh dancer's foot in a concert a couple of weeks ago I saw a video about like do they show Travis Kelsey's reaction to that? Yeah, or their her quarter or if her quarterback start, or starts crying. Right, yeah. <laughs> Or, or if she has a good song, do they show Travis Kelsey jumping up and down and hugging his 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 uh, teammates or or you know somebody else? Like, do we have do we have memes of that? I'd like to see that actually. I I mean I don't know if it happens. I don't think this thing lasts till next season. This, it, it, rumor has it he's proposing. What? That's the rumor. Yikes. I hey dude. First of all, speaking of black and white, his ex-girlfriend is beautiful. A beautiful <laughs> black woman. And Taylor Swift looks like her younger brother that was adopted. <laughs> like, I don't, Maybe he's I don't understand. I don't Maybe understand what the hell that. he was thinking. Yeah, I'd I'd like curves a lot better than uh what what uh Swifties got over there. Yeah, but she can sing, I guess. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't get it. I think she's a pretty average singer, pretty average songwriter. I, 
it's all kind of bizarre to me but <laughs> shanna says he will end up getting a song written about him if he doesn't run fast enough from taylor Swift, he he should um but i don't know jeremiah murray says how about a field goal competition that's <laughs> eh, gonna be a tough one yeah that would be a tough one. I mean, how about, how about who gives a fuck? Like, why yeah. are you even talk? Like, why not? Not what he said, but why does he care so much to say it the way he said it? Be, well, yeah, you know, because why do we have to count both sides. Someone said something to piss him off. Did someone? It's only, it's only racist if you're white. Yeah, exactly. But like, why anyway. are you paying attention to that even? It's weird. I just had to get off the subject because we went we went too far about the bears, and I was gonna start f- sending mail bombs to people in the chat. I know how it is. I'm a White Sox fan. <laughs> <laughs> I look. I I don't. We went a long time on the bears. Is there anything from the rundown? I know you don't read the rundown. I do all the hard work. You I don't did. read it. I wanna, Is there I, something you want you want to get to before both. we get to the wheel of death? Bulls. All right, let's talk about the Bulls. So the Bulls, you know, they're they're most games. They're more fun to watch without Zach Levine lately. And even in their losses, they're really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. That two-point loss versus Miami the other night, I know it was a loss. Kind of a heartbreaker. But it was it was still well, yeah, especially when that guy hits the game winner. Yeah, but, you know, and you know, but but they played you, yeah, you played them tough. Same thing when you lost to Milwaukee. You erase a 15-point deficit. You lose in overtime. You're at least fun to watch in the losses, too. Kobe White was out playing Damian Lillard. Kobe White is a beast. He's something. If he continues to do this, he's something. Because he also has the height, too, to where he can play a little shooting guard as well and and guard up on a shooting guard. That That's tr- big value as well on top of the some of the things he can do. His drive has really gotten better. He's in control of himself through the drive, has that power to where guys can't just move him over anymore, uh, where he can cut right through guys. Io looked good. Um, you know, Patrick Williams is coming along, especially with the ball in his hand. Like I said last week, uh, he could really play with the ball in his hand. He can play with the ball in his hand. Hoffy chiming in. I dropped 50 on that client. You drop $50 and give it to him. And it's only 50 you're dropping on him. I, and Shanna tried ruining your night. She said there's rumors about the White Sox getting moved to Nashville and getting called the stars down here. Oh, goodness gracious. Dad, you really ought to drink more. What would be worse for you? The White Sox leaving town or them going somewhere to be called the Nashville stars? <laughs> I don't care. I don't want them to have the White Sox name if they leave. I mean, I care if they leave, but I, I don't care what they're exactly called. That sounds like yeah. a dumb name. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's going to be those rumors until the five years is up. I, You know, it's all this is all a ploy by Jerry Reinstorf to try to get money from a state that has no money. Yeah, no, I got you. Back to the Bulls, Jeremiah Murray says Patrick Williams all of a sudden can play basketball. Kobe is a two-guard. He shouldn't be running the point. I, I don't I I disagree with him. He had to, he had 10 assists the other night. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think he is a I think he can be a point guard. I, I think he'd be a very productive point guard. Um, as he has been with the Chicago Bulls. I mean, he's he's putting up 30. He he's you know, 
uh, double double the other night. Shot. Like, yeah, he's got a great shot. Um, and he's scoring because he has to. They don't have any other scorers on this team. They don't have a prolific score. And I'm watching Vooch try to fucking shoot threes day after day. Patrick Williams played out in the post, man. I want my big men to be low. What happened to that? It's it's well, I mean, after Dan Tony with the Suns, like a lot of people, people like to spread the floor and it works. And I think it's a better brand of basketball, but I get you. He's got to get down there and get dirty sometimes too. Yeah. Which he has on and off. Um, but he could shoot and he can move. And if he could dribble like that, or if this is real with them, they got to, you said, look, can they win 30 to 35 games? They can win 40. They he gets low and dirty in the point. He he gets rebounds. He's, he's fighting for, for everything. He's fighting for, for baskets. He's fighting for rebounds. He, he has assists. Like, I mean, this dude is a, is a beast. I, I mean, yeah, maybe he would be better with a true point guard running the offense. Maybe, you know, when Lonzo Ball ever, you know, gets healthy and maybe sees a basketball court again, maybe they can be the big one, too. Maybe it can be Kobe White and Lonzo Ball running this team. It's at least like, interesting. No, it's at least interesting yeah. to watch. There's something going on. They've had a chance in all of these games playing some pretty tough competition, too. Bucks, Jazz, yeah. uh, and in, in Miami Heat, that's not a I don't think that's a great team yet, but they're pretty good. Nobody's Draymond Green dirty, by the way. <laughs> no. My favorite was Draymond I'll Green trying definitely. Draymond Green trying to say that that he was just he was just turning around. He wasn't throwing a punch. He was just turning around. It's, like what like six seven years ago when he kicked the guy in the nuts he, i was just jumping yeah yeah well on this one i don't did you see the play this time that got him suspended yeah. he's yeah. turning around and i mean he like who turns around like that <laughs> my like, son stop my it. son when, when my yeah. balls are, are are at a, his level a, ba- a, baller, a ballerina trying to do a pirouette yeah like i mean stop it but my son <sighs> kicks me or punches me in the balls yes all right. Well, before we get to going to watch some football, going to check on my um, my my bets and my parlays that I've what got, do you got going, going? tonight, I've got a couple of player prop parlays tonight. I've got um, I got a basketball one going. That's a uh, five player um, parlay. Um, that is for Luka Doncic to have more than fifty four and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Nikola Jokic, who they're they're playing each other, the uh, Denver's playing Dallas, to have higher than 51 points, rebounds, and assists. Donovan Mitchell of Cleveland to have under 30 points. He's only got eight at the half. Kobe White to have over 21 and a half points. He's got 16 points already. They're in the second quarter. And Damn. Joel Embiid to have more than 52 and a half points, rebounds, and assists against the Bulls tonight. He's got 33 right now in the second quarter. Bulls are up 11 right now against Philly, 55-44. Damn. Like I said, That's interesting. It. They're playing well. Yeah, very much so. Something to talk about, at least, with the Bears. Speaking of something to talk all about. All... all our lives hang by a thread. Now we've got a man waiting for sentence. But ain't it the truth? You take your chances with the law. Justice is only a roll of the dice, a flip of the coin, a turn of the wheel. This is the wheel of death. And here 
Don't do it, asshole. And here we go. Don't do it, asshole. Don't do what? You know. Don't do what? I don't I don't know what don't you're do talking it, about. Asshole. You still gotta call Hallis Hall. And at this at I, this point, I do have to call Hallis Hall. I give you the team. You're and not we... gonna want it. You're not gonna want it. But don't I'm gonna, gonna sell you the team. I'm this. gonna want it, but I'm gonna sell it to an owner that knows <laughs> what the hell they're doing. Yeah. Um but so we did the wheel of death, uh, and we decided to go on one game and one game alone, and that was last night. I allowed Fitzy to choose which team he wanted, and he fucking Jaguars. He, he took the Jaguars and the points. I I even offered. I said, "Are you sure?" I said, "I'll take the Jaguars and the, the points Ravens at first. I did want the Ravens at first, I, but I asked you twice. I said, "Are you sure?" I'll take I'll take the Jaguars. It's not a problem. I let you Lawrence, pick. He's a great quarterback. Yeah, and and you picked. The Jaguars. Um, and so you will have the wheel again. Are you ready? Yeah, one spin. One spin. One spin is all you're getting today. Here we go. Please crack an egg. Let's see what the wheel has decided for you. Hot sauce challenge. Hot sauce challenge throughout a show. Boy. I like the fact that you keep getting the ones that I don't want to do. <laughs> because I am a wimp when it comes to hot sauce. This was actually put on the wheel by you, hoping that I would get it. <laughs> Baby. I just I'm not, I am when it comes to, to hot sauce. Yeah, I just I I can do a certain like heat level. You know what I mean? I like I like heat with flavor. Um, I don't mind it then, but the stuff that you have to drink like a gallon of milk and eat a, a loaf of bread um, to not burn your face off. Uh, that's the stuff that I don't like. Yeah, it's it's tough, though. The stuff we got is from hot ones. Stop rigging the wheel. Trust me, if I was rigging the wheel, I would much rather do the hot sauce challenge than to crack a wife uh, uh, an egg over my wife's head. Yeah. Yeah, the hot sauce challenge is better. Yes, it, it's it's we'll less life threatening. Nicole will actually be happy about this one. Yeah, she'll make them. Yeah, and she'll make them super hot. It's That's gonna be awesome. a tough one. Some of them are really bad. Like the bomb is. So, the way I think that here's the way I think we we can run it however you want. I'll let you choose how we run it. But the way I think we should run it is every time somebody in the chat says to eat you have to stop immediately and take a bite all right then they can get hotter and hotter as they go yeah nicole will make them too i'll have her make them the way she's she's gonna make them megan tv says i don't remember combs getting waxed that was because your guy your fitzy guy. here your boy fits you me into that one too. You fucking on man. <laughs> First of all, I, decided, I gave you a choice again. Gave you a choice. And so would you, would you rather, would you rather watch me get waxed or would you rather me debut my video in which I am in doing the Dougie? Which one would you rather do? And, and yeah. you chose to the air Dougie. the Dougie video. And, and you know what? That was probably worse. It, it it was pretty bad because now me doing the Dougie is on the internet forever. Yeah, and you're white man dancing. Yeah. Was, See, we was... lose in a dancing competition. You got that, Mendenhall. 
I don't know. Did you see the other guy in my video? <laughs> no, pretty bad. <laughs> I, had, I had a little bit more rhythm than he did. If you're black and you can't dance, that's tough. It's kind of like having a small penis. Play Dougie now. You got it. Come on. It's in there, isn't it? Uh, I like my lights. You clean things up too fast. I can I can download it real quick. It's, I think I had to sh share it that day. That's why. So give me a second here. I'll share it for you. Fall start. Offense. The entire offensive line. <laughs> we can uh, watch the. You got it. Ready? I, or I, I'm getting it right now. Fields late hit. If you'd like me to. Yeah, go ahead. Show the Fields late hit. So this is the late hit at the end of the half. <laughs> this basically, yeah, this this gives them a field goal at the end of the half. Are you playing it? Yeah. Oh, it's got no, no sound. sound. There's no sound. No, I took the sound off. The sound was kind what of bad. Fuck. Because you couldn't find the highlight online. It's a full two steps he takes and hits him after he throws the ball. <laughs> Unreal. And, they, and he talks to the ref, and the ref's just like, "Yeah, sorry." It's like throw the goddamn flag. It's a penalty. Fifty years ago, <laughs> like it's Dick Butkus would have got flagged for that. Probably. I'm looking for it right now. Don't worry, I'll get it. I'm looking to see if this is nope, that's an image. That's not it. False start. Entire offensive line. Oh, here we go. I got it. I was gonna play Mahomes crying. <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. Let me pull it up here on StreamYard. Share screen. So your Cubs going to make a trade? Or this is about how long I have to wait for the Cubs to make a trade or do anything at all in free agency. But we didn't talk about that, right? Because you fucking avoided it. What you lost for the entire episode. Hey. Hey. Teach me how You've been looking at that hey. book all year. What are you going to learn? So Professor Mack and I have been teaching you guys all year long. The question is, what can you teach us? We going to teach y'all how to duggy. Couldn't you like fast forward this? What's a duggy? Baby, let's move. What? Can you teach me how to duggy? You know why? Because all the girls love me. Hey. All I need is a beat that's super bumpin' If you, you, you to back it up and dump it, get it. Put your arms out front, lean side to side. They gon' be on you when they see you hit that duggy ride. Ain't nobody hitting with my bro from morning side. He gon' rubber and he hit that duggy ride. Okay. I ain't from Dallas, but hey, I ain't from Dallas. Hey, Macarena. Who's doing the Macarena? Everybody trying to do it. I lead a function. What the hell are you doing? Now you just do you. I have no clue. Dudes let her hate, so they try to shoot me. Females be stuck to me. I think they try to kill <laughs> me. I make the bars shine bright when it started blooming. This beat was bubble gum. 
so I had to chew it. Taste me how to duck. Taste me, taste me how to duck. Taste me how to duck. Taste me how to My only hope is that we get copyrighted in this. It's erased on YouTube. Taste me how to duck. Taste me how to duck. Taste me how to duck. Taste me, taste me how to duck. Everybody love me. Everybody love me. Everybody love me. You ain't messing with my duck. The name is Jean. Who sings that song? Uh, I have no clue. You don't know. You don't even look at us. I'm assuming it's Dougie. That's one of our instructors. His name's Tilo. He's an influencer. This is why, like, watching her second wide receiver drop a pass right in his lap. Yes, finally, Jeremiah. Finally, somebody realizes what I was doing down the hallway. Yeah, that was the Rick Flair. If that was the Rick Flair, you were doing it badly. Well, yeah. Terrible. I did everything in this video badly. And then the cup. Well, I thought you the cup hat actually does fit here. Are they going to do anything in free agency? No. I don't know. I, I, I'm confused right now. They get Craig Council, and that's he's going to win games for him? Yeah. I don't I I don't know what they're gonna do. Their their third base situation is all a mess right now. I feel like free agents are dropping left and right, and there's not gonna be anybody left for them by the time Miller that they're Glass ready to now. sign. Miller Glass now gone. Dodgers. They yeah. got Glass now, and they got uh, another player too in that deal. As soon as I put this hot poker in my ass, I'm going to chop my dick off. Jesus Christ. That's like, I mean, I mean cherry lube in a cum dumpster. Mets want your top two prospects for Alonzo, says Jeremiah Murray. Uh, do they, have, they only have one. You only get them for a year, right? Well, you don't make that trade unless you're allowed to talk with Alonzo and his agent ahead of time. I mean, you don't yeah. make that deal with any guy who's who's got an expiring contract unless you're talking to his agent ahead of time to know that he's going to sign a, an extension. Um, Shanna says, I had to shake my booty for my husband to get a prize this weekend. Oh, what kind of prize was it? Ooh. I mean, wasn't you shaking your booty his prize? Got any of that cherry lube left? Cherry flavor left? <laughs> Yeah. Boom, Dougie. 
Uh, I don't care. I mean, I look. I, I I got an A on the project. You got, got an A on that project. I got an A on the project. I have a 4.0 right now. Are you sleeping with your teacher? Yes, twice <laughs> twice a day. Um, he he loves it. <laughs> oh my god! You got a new TV for Shay. What exactly were you doing? What that shaking the... your booty got you a new TV? I don't want to say what I'm thinking. I mean, my wife let me get a new TV a couple years ago, but first I know what I do with show, her. I'm censoring, self-censoring for the first time <laughs> on the show. First time. Oh, now you want to shut up. Self-censoring for the first time in the history of the show. All right. I don't want to guess. Shanna seems like a nice girl. Well, we're going to have hot wings next week. Or maybe in two weeks, three weeks. I don't know. Damn, whenever whenever you want to do it. Standard. My husband's work Christmas. I look again. I mean, I've seen some movies that start <laughs> off this way. <laughs> yeah. um, they're in a special section on Pornhub. <laughs> um, so, I mean, if you, if you, this is the problem, Shannon. It's just like I say with, with sports organizations. When you don't say exactly what it is, it only leaves my imagination. In my imagination, you should just tell me what it is. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. And canceled. And canceled. Starting Thomas, white guys versus black guys, point star, porn star draft. I'm taking Dick Rambone as my first pick for the for Team Whitey. Dirk Diggler, Pete Holmes. Why do you know so many male porn stars? <laughs> <laughs> That's my question. Unbelievable. Anyway, we're gonna end things there on that note with Fitz talking about male porn stars. Till next week, guys. We will see you same bat time, same bat channel. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies.